0: Not the beast! Not the beast!
1: And welcome to the Not The Bees Horror Podcast, a show where a trio of terrors get together to talk about a trio of terrors. What that means is that we have a long list of subgenres within the world of horror. We each pick a movie, we make each other watch it and then discuss. Disgusting. (laughs) I'm your host, Justin Crane. And as always, I'm joined by a couple of movie maniacs in the shape of (laughs) Ruth McPhee. Hello. And Mark Boomer-Williams. Hello. How you all doing?
2: Pretty good. Also pretty good. Good. I'm, um, as you know, not my favourite topic this week, so I'm interested to see how it unfolds. I know, right?
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing you <coughs> shit on something. <laughs> <own help. laughs> there we go. There even, we go. Your, even your own choice. we we shitting get to, on it
1: all. Before we get to that,
0: <laughs> the I've, shitting. Got,
1: I've got some uh, fan feedback. Ooh. Oh, I know, right?
0: We, we have a fan.
1: We've got two. Two (laughs) We've got two. Um these uh comments that came through um we do know these people. Uh (laughs) but they came through. Uh I know one uh, you know, I know both of them. You know one of them. Okay. Um and this came all the way uh from Indonesia. Uh, my friend Darren over in Indonesia. Uh he sent me a message and I'm gonna read it out. Um, he basically said, uh, "Courtesy of my favourite podcast and my favourite Cambridge resident, Justin, um, I'm going to give this movie another watch." Which was underwater. Oh, <laughs> of course. And of he course. said, "He said on the second uh, viewing, it was a much. He'd seen it before. He thought it was okay. Second viewing, our podcast,
2: he's, he he changes tune. I like that we are making people's lives better. <laughs>
1: there we go." <laughs> There we go.
2: You're indoctrinating people into the cult of underwater, and bit then, by bit. I know,
1: right? Uh, so good on you, Darren, you know.
0: For anyone who hasn't watched underwater yet, please feel free to check out our aquatic <laughs> horror episode or just watch underwater. Yeah. But the important thing is that we all agree that underwater is amazing. Well, we say that, but our second <laughs> review <laughs> comes from
1: uh, Adam Mysterian May, Okay, uh, who just sent me a message saying... Roof's right, by the way. Underwater is decent, but not as good as you and Boomer make out. Hurrah! And then he says, "Don't get too cocky, Roof." Oh.
2: <laughs> Finishes it off <laughs> with,
1: "It's the first time I've ever agreed with her."
0: Ooh. <laughs> uh, I was about to say dead to me, but he's brought himself back
1: into the place. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Literally after every episode we will launch one a couple of days later. I'll have a message from Adam. He hates my choices. Saying, oh,
0: fucks hate Ruth. I assumed it was if anyone was going to hate anything it's like, "Oh great. What sort of subtitled film do we now have to watch?" From <laughs> Boomer.
1: No, it's Ruth's choices. No, oh, okay. go. But go. if that
0: is a trigger for you, you may want to stop listening to the episode now. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Uh, we don't always agree, so do listen on to see if our opinions are as grooving as much as a sax player in The Lost Boys, or do we all just suck?
0: Ooh. <laughs> I think
1: there's a little clue there, isn't there? <laughs> there will be spoilers abound, so check out our Instagram feed to find out now on threads as well to find out the movies we'll be diving into. However, most are at least a few years old, um, so if you haven't caught them, that's all on you.
0: Yeah, no one's picked a, like a brand new film to do yet.
1: No, we did. We did plan to go. Well, we did go see Evil Dead Rise, and we planned to go do it. We, a we talk.
0: did everything but create content it. <laughs> it, yeah.
1: We discussed
0: it. We watched <laughs> it. We had a nice evening, and that's all you'll hear about
2: it, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> good.
0: yeah so, um, and with that, we're diving into our
2: subgenre for this episode, which is Ruth Smug Wanker Vampires. <laughs> <laughs> The smuggest of all the fucking horror monsters. <laughs> Absolute pricks.
0: I should add this. Is, this is just, it's actually vampires in general, not specifically. <laughs> they're all smug. <laughs> Even Blade.
2: Most of them are
0: smug.
1: Blade's pretty smug. <laughs> he is very smug,
2: actually. Yeah, very so, they're so smug. Ugh.
1: Anyway. So, right, before we get into Roos. Thoughts on this? Boom. The history, history
0: of vampires. So, in order to not make this essentially a like a history lesson or a folk horror lesson, I won't bang on about the origins of vampires themselves. Um, if you're really into it, just go check out Slavic Folklore. It's probably the easiest way to do that. So, I'm just going to talk about vampires in cinema. So, who would like to guess the first... Vampire. I haven't uh, as much time as I normally would to do this this week, so this is this, there's less less rich culture involved in here. Hence me just telling people to go check. out I'm guessing it's part. Nosferatu. You're guessing wrong. Oh. Is there
2: a, a very early um, adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula?
0: There is, but that's also not the
2: correct uh, answer. Ah,
0: what is it? Is it the Lost Boys?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <sighs> right, we'll we'll come to the. I'm sure we'll come we'll, to. We'll that come later to the on. Lost Boys. <laughs> Fucking Lost Boys. Right. Uh, no, it is the same answer as I give for essentially every one of these. It is 1896's <laughs> House of the Devil. <laughs> Have you two watched House of the Devil? No, yet? I don't think so. No. Right. It's all the remake. Okay. We're gonna li- we're gonna watch House of the Devil. It'll take three minutes. Everyone listening to this, stop the podcast. If you're on your phone, just go to YouTube. It's on there for free and watch House of the Devil. We'll be back in a second. All knowing now what I'm talking about. Every time I use this as the first example, right. Do your homework. Go. And we're back. And that—that was House of the that Devil. That was House of the Devil. Okay, so now we've seen it. I'm probably going to bring it up every single month but, to test us. Well, no, just just <laughs> because it seems to have all the genres in it. It's arguably, it's the first ever horror film. And they devils, just, houses, you know,
1: vampires, ghosts, vampires, ghosts. My question was: the ghosts were uh the brides? Maybe Dracula.
0: Quite possibly. Anyway, well let's talk about Dracula. So we're gonna the next fa- the, actually the next vampire film I could, the earliest one I could find, rather, with the exception of that. If we're gonna disqualify that from it, because it's vampire film in the sense that he transforms my bat into a devilish figure mm-hmm. and is scared of crosses. Although it's supposed to be the devil, so but there's a lot of links between, you know, Christianity, the devil and vampires. But the first one I could find was a nineteen thirteen silent American film based on a poem by Rudyard Kipling called The Vampire. Oh, with a Y? Yes. Hey! Oh, maybe not. <laughs> I've,
2: written, I've written Vampire... Uh, I, I also envisioned oh. a Y. I've, it oh, I I be,
0: it probably does. It <laughs> might have just autocorrected <laughs> on my notes that I've written here. Snatched from the children. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's the first one, uh, other than The House of the Devil. That one's definitely a vampire. It's even called The Vampire. But the next one I could find, the first Dracula film, is strangely not Nosferatu. Which, uh, obviously, that's not technically a Dracula film, because it's an unlicensed one, isn't it? Because that's why it's counted. Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Because it's, they, a, it's could, a vampire uh, film. It's not yeah. a Dracula film, but it's a yeah. vampire. But there, allegedly, there's a Dracula film, Dracula with a K, from Russia in 1920. Dracula. Dracula. Oh. Dracula. <laughs> and uh, although it's one of those ones like London After Midnight where it doesn't exist anymore, but there is, uh, is discussion as to whether that ever actually existed in the first place, apparently. Mm-hmm. So maybe that didn't exist. There's no copies of it, and I guess...
2: As it's but what there's there's people have written about it at the time. I and that's so. why they. But as think it's Ru- it once existed,
0: maybe because it, as it's Russia, we have less access to sort of certain things than yeah, like if mm-hmm. it was a Western Interesting. film. Either way, um, after that, there's another one called Dracula's Death in 1921, which is a Hungarian unauthorized Dracula film. Mm. And then we have got 1922, which is Nosferatu, which is probably the that's probably you know, the most famous. Yes, it, famous I think
2: that one. cemented a lot of the. Ideas of the modern the modern vampire yeah which can stem back to Nosferatu can't they
0: definitely that and it's it's actually really good if anyone yeah, hasn't watched it good. it is actually a really good film um, and then after that the next sort of Dracula one of any note is Bela Lugosi as Dracula in 1931 mm-hmm. I think after that point kind of the stage is set everyone knows what a vampire is
1: Universal monsters it was yeah. all out there so. loads
0: of... The, it just it's just nothing but Draculas from the 30s till the 70s. <laughs> it's just a fucking Dracula fest. with All the different types of it, crossovers, like even what were those comedy duo that did it?
1: Oh, um, uh, Abbott and Costello. Abbott
0: and Costello. Like, so there's loads of like Dracula ones, even with them. It kind of then, as with all horror things, they then kind of cross into different like mediums. Like, you know, you get like Freddy Krueger kids meals and stuff like that. Like Dracula became the same sort of thing before any of that, where like kids would know about Dracula despite it being... Oh
1: yeah, yeah. For them, uh, it, Count Chocula.
0: Yeah, so yeah, so absolutely. <laughs> so there's loads of different stuff about that. Um uh, Also, it, it did hit in sci-fi as well. There's loads of like, what did we space watch?
2: vampires? Yeah,
0: that space vampires. Planet of the Vampires. Yeah, that was it. So that's
1: is that what Life Force became?
0: No, no. Planet of the Vampires is a Mario Bava film. Oh, okay. When was that
2: from, Ruth? Oh, I don't know, in the 80s. 60s. Is it that early? Yeah, it was like... I
1: b- thought Life Force was based on a book called Space Vampires. It
0: might be. So maybe they're both based on the same thing.
1: Did sh- uh, sh- uh, Mario Brava's... Brava? Brava. Brava's version have uh, a naked lady walking <laughs> around for that I the feel entire like film? Prob-
2: not the whole film. I feel like there was some boobs.
0: There might have I don't have the world I need group. to see that. I haven't seen
2: it's well, quite, quite not fun. Not, not,
1: because there's boots. I must see I, the booze but I mean you are selling it. I believe I believe
0: that's on YouTube as well, actually. It's
2: um it's good fun, actually. Yeah, yeah. Was, it, I enjoyed
0: watch. that one. But anyway, so I've got to say it's them they're, them them they're more they're more like <laughs> because well, we watched it the other day and also, it didn't I quite cut the I feel mustard.
2: like it's more sci fi than horror, but yeah. I suppose that's a point of debate, but yeah.
0: Anyway, so after them, let's say from the thirties to the seventies it's just Dracula all the time basically, but each decade after that then started to have its own thing and its own take on the genre I found, so the 80s, for example, you've got like Fright Night, Lost Boys, Vamp, Life Force, and Near Dark, so like a very different take on like how they were doing it back between the 30s and the 70s. Then um, 90s, you've got like From Dust Till Dawn, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, *Blade*, uh, the Underworld series, so by *Blade*, Blood a, in case no one's guessed, I'm talking about Blade. <laughs> Uh, it. <laughs> Those, then you've got the 2000s, we've got Twilight, What We Do in the Shadows, Let the Right One In, uh, Only Lovers Left Alive. Mm. So they, they really start to diversify with every decade. In the fact that like, these days, vampire films are usually so un-vampire.
2: And I think that they've got, uh, in some ways, further and further away from horror as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. As, as with 2022's magnum opus, Morbius. the greatest film Jared Leto ever did or at least the greatest memes responsible for it if anyone's not seen the memes go look at the memes you don't need to watch the film it's a very average film oh god yes it's not as bad as everyone said it was but because everyone made it out to be literally like the worst thing that's ever been made
2: well also it flopped massively twice which is a rare distinction isn't it yeah,
0: for the, for those who don't know about that, that I've like about my twenties. <laughs> for those who don't know about the, the amazing thing of Morbius is like it, it flopped real bad because it's shit. But then all the memes and everyone joking about it kind of made it get a new lease of life. So they thought, let's cash in on this and we'll re-release it and then we'll make loads of money. And still, no one went to go and see it because it's a fucking shit film and no one wants to go and they watch a shit fucking horror. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and failed miserably. Fail. But. That's it. I mean, now they're now they're back to making Dracula's again, because like we had the um, the TV series, the 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 mini series by oh with uh, yes
2: oh Midnight Mass no no No. with
0: with Mark Gatiss and Stephen Moffat did um they did the three episodes of Dracula. Episode one was very good. Episode two was quite good. Episode Mm. three was terrible.
2: Absolutely terrible.
0: That's about it, really, for vampire films. I mean, they, they're just now that like Robert Eggers is going to redo Dracula again, so we're just back to back to square one
2: again. And I'm excited for that. I'm not. I mean, even though I've have declared it, so I hate them all. But um,
0: I've I'm seen excited. oh, is that
1: is Renfield? No, no, no. no Renfield's another film.
0: Yeah, Renfield's <laughs> not, Renfield's quite fun as well, actually. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, no, Robert Eggers is going to do. I think he's basically going to make like oh, he's redoing Nosferatu, not Dracula. Sorry, isn't he? So, but either way, I've seen all the Draculas and the Blackulas and I've seen all of the Blackulas quite fun, actually, by the way. But I've seen all of these. I don't need to see them again. I'm bored of remakes. I don't want any more of them. And yeah, if if you've got nothing new to do, can you please stop making vampire films?
1: It's really difficult, isn't it? I mean, this, I I have to, I'm I'm trying to stop Ruth from unleashing.
2: No, no. (laughs) um, But,
1: But as we were going through these, I really struggled Even watching the movies we chose, I struggled to watch them and I was just like, "Uh." I think there's a a (laughs)
2: huge amount of incredibly mediocre vampire films, as you said, because there's so many and it is hard to kind of sort through and pick the good ones out, really.
0: Even, like, my my original choice for this episode, I watched it and then got really bored during it. Yeah. Oh, actually, it's not as
2: good as I thought it oh, was. This yes. is
0: Stakeland, by the way, everyone. So Land, I remember being a really good film. thought, cool, it's The Road, but with vampires. That sounds great, but it turns out it's actually quite boring. And after about an hour... I all the
1: way through, and then you sent a message saying, <laughs> and I'm sure you changed my mind. I was like, thank
0: yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying don't watch Land, but just be aware it is much longer than it needs to be, and it should have trimmed that shit. Oh, so, so you, so you changed yeah, another filth. Instead <laughs> you <chose that>, yeah. <laughs> i inst- yeah, inst- I'm, I'm fighting fire with fire in this <laughs>
1: <one>. <laughs> Let me throw an additional uh, element to Make
0: it really long, and you have to read. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> the, the dice may... Let me explain this momentarily. We'll find out soon. Shall we, shall we start? Let's dice ourselves. Let's dice ourselves.
2: Let's dice
1: ourselves. Right, so I'm just going to roll over here. Uh, As always, I'm one, two,
0: three. And Boomer is going to explain himself. (laughs) Okay, so, right, let me get my notes up. I went for my second choice, which should have been my first all along. I don't know why I didn't pick it.
2: I wonder if it should have never been any choice.
0: (laughs) Oh, we're going there immediately, are we? I haven't even said the name of the film and it's got shit on. I picked 2009's by directed by Park Chan-wook. It is... Okay, I'm going to say it's a great film. I love it. <laughs> I think it's really good. But I will explain... I'll explain a bit more about it and then I understand why some people may not be interested in this. So, it stars uh, Song Kang-ho, who's probably one of Korea's most famous actors in the West these old days.
1: Boy. Oh, no, sorry. It stars him. It stars, uh, yeah, no.
0: stars him. So, uh, Old Boy was... Um, uh, it was
1: the director of Old Boy. Yeah, man. sorry, Park Chan-wook sorry, was, yeah. Sorry, that's what I was getting...
0: it was uh, Choi, Choi Min-sik was the star of Old Boy. Yes. But um, uh, host. Song Kang-ho was in, yeah, host. He was in um, uh, The Good, The Bad, The Weird, and most famously Parasite recently as well, so... He was oh, I still haven't seen Parasite. It's very good, it's very good. It's, um, it, yeah. Not, not as good, I would say, just to Just to critique it, I think it's not like the best Korean film, like it's kind of made out to be. It's just the one that's had the most exposure. It's I, on the other film.
2: hand, think it's excellent.
0: I think it's excellent too. I'm just saying, yeah, cause, you know, my love for Old Boy, I'll never stop shouting <laughs> about it. It's the best film ever. But anyway, uh, yeah, so Park chan Wook's film, um, music as well, a fantastic score by Joe Young Wook, who does all of his films. Pretty much. The only one he didn't, as far as I could see from looking at his filmography briefly, was um, Stoker. But I guess that's because it's a Western film, so he maybe picked a Western composer. enough,
1: I didn't notice the score. Really? Yeah, at all. In fact, I made a note about it going, didn't really notice the score. <laughs> Literally wrote it down.
0: As a musician, Jazz, that <laughs> shocks me. Because it was a great score. It wasn't his best. It wasn't his best, but it 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 was really. Basically, maybe I should just give a little run. I'll give a synopsis of the film. Yeah, please. And uh, so, basically, it is about a priest played by um, Song Kang Ho. Um, The priest is called Sang Hyung, and he is having like a little bit of a crisis of faith. He's a very good priest. He volunteers at a hospital. He's um, decides to take part in like a medical kind of like trial to try and create a vaccine for this deadly virus called the Emanuel virus. It kind of goes off, it's kind of like it looks like leprosy, essentially. And he goes off there and basically contracts EV, as they call it, the Emanuel virus, and then subsequently dies from it. So during when his um, cardiac arrest from it, they then give him a blood transplant to try and revive him. And somehow, despite him being dead, he then does get revived, basically. So he, they gave him some vampire blood, is what we're assuming. Or it's the virus and something weird has happened in it, in which case he is now basically a vampire. So as his behaviours and abilities start to change and he starts craving human blood, starts having human blood, and vampirism ensues. Good times. Yeah. Cool. So.
2: <laughs> I think the also important thing is that he develops a relationship with a young woman and then that becomes kind of the key thing to the plot doesn't it yes
0: it does I only described the first hour of the film (laughs) so the the reason why everyone these other two are so against this film is because it is a very long film
2: do you know there's there's bits of it that I really really liked and I just thought you've pissed on these good bits with all the unnecessary incredibly long drawn out scenes and I think you could have trimmed it down into like an excellent film but it's just so ponderous that by the time you're like an hour in you're just like my god When's the good stuff coming? I
1: met, like, the first hour was exactly what Boomer's described. Second hour was pretty much sex. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Some very ponderous then, sexies as well.
1: And then the last half
0: hour was brilliant. I love yeah. the last half hour.
2: Tri- yeah, yeah, keep the keep the good crazy shit at the end. So that was and and that uh, was one thing I
0: was going to ask as to what version you guys watched because there are two versions. Oh, I
2: don't know. I think it, my version was, <laughs> it was. it was two hours hour. fifteen. The one I watched.
0: Ah, so I watched the two hours thirty minute Fucking version. Fucking hell. So, well, that's what I watched. Yeah, so that's the director's <laughs> cut, which has extended scenes. All oh, right. Oh Christ. Oh well, I had to. So somebody escape. really pushing his time <laughs> to watch
1: watch that movie. I chose the wrong one. You did. You did.
0: Yeah, like I said, it, it becomes a, di- a very different film after the first hour when it then starts, like I said, he develops a relationship with um, a fa- uh, an old like family friends of his, essentially, uh, like childhood friends, and then forms a relationship with this woman who eventually, through a series of events, they start having an affair, they knock off her husband, she she kind of manipulates him into it, so she's not as sweet as innocent as she appears, and then she becomes a vampire too, and then they both develop this like really opposite kind of versions of being a vampire like where he still maintains his like sense of morality and want he only kind of feeds when he needs to because he feeds just enough to make sure the virus doesn't come back. Smug
2: hypocrite vampire.
0: <sighs> yep exactly and then she just goes straight up monster and wants to murder everyone and just indulge all her desires. But this is
1: a vampire trope that's used over and over and over and over again. It where is. somebody becomes a vampire, and they don't want to and their kill. Friend, their friend becomes a vampire, and then yeah. they have to. Morbius, for example.
0: <laughs> You're right, the same thing does happen in Morbius, except it doesn't have that shitty dance scene. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. Although, when he's getting his powers, I was half expecting the dance scene from Spider Man 3 in Morbius. In any of them, <laughs> <laughs> anything the with the, any, the jazz dancing down the street, wearing a black suit, like that's just the, the classic. But I've got, I've, yeah, bird night. <laughs> but over overall, like I'm, I'm a big fan of this film. I remember when it came out, I went to go see it in the picture house in Cambridge.
1: Oh, I was it? I think I did. I did. I, we go together? Maybe, I, might have. I hadn't seen it since then. I hadn't so either. Actually. Interesting, actually, no, I had, actually, interesting. I know I had. Interesting to go back and and it. There was a lot more to it than I remember mm.
0: yeah I, I think it's a, i think it's a very like good film. A good
1: hour and a half more than
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's something you think when you come to watching korean films they have no interest in keeping things tight and like to a 90 minute run time they've got fucking no but, time but for
2: there are some korean films like parasite for example which are long but you they, they don't feel long because they're really well made and they're really well um plotted so it doesn't feel you don't. You don't sit there going, "Fucking hell, see, <laughs> is this still happening?" What
0: I, I was actually expecting to feel that when I rewatched it because again, like, I haven't seen it since. I, I saw it when it came out on DVD, and I bought it then, back when I had any DVDs in my house. And then I remember I didn't. I didn't ever think about its length because I watch a lot of Korean films, and they are obviously, they're very long normally. They're not. The two hours is a very average runtime for a Korean film, and you'll get some which will be three plus. Like, I think Parasite's got quite a long runtime. That's
2: what it? I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, it, but you don't, it doesn't feel like a slog to get through it.
0: I didn't feel the slog watching Thirst actually. I was expecting to because it was it's two hours and twenty nine minutes. The version I watched. So and I, yet
2: you still enforced it upon us. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I
1: actually didn't think it went on as long as it actually did. Yeah, <laughs> when I watched it today, even though the countdown clock was ticking to this <laughs> podcast recording. <laughs>
0: Um, I quite happily sat there, watched it all, really enjoyed it and just, you know, yet yet another hit for Park Chanwalk as far as I'm concerned.
2: Going going back to what you're saying, so the as you said, Jazz, as well, the trope that you have a vampire that doesn't, that becomes a vampire it, against their will or via some form of misadventure or accident. And then they're like, oh, I don't actually want to kill people though, so I need to find a way of maintaining my diet without being a murderer yep. well how would you what would you do do you think you'd just go full on murderous vampire or would you be sneaking into blood banks and i think he's told you money. what he'll do he'll be <laughs>
1: spider-man jazzing down the street no, absolutely. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I'm, I'm all morbius dancing all the time No, I, th- it's morbid time.
2: <laughs> I think that the longer you're a vampire probably your sense of any connection to the human world just disappears so by the time you've been a vampire 50 years you're like well i don't give a shit about well, that, these that's the thing it? I, I, that's why you become such a smug prick
0: i would say the the trick would be the because <laughs> you have to live a sustainable lifestyle because despite despite the fact that you're a ten- essentially above people in the food chain you would be subject to mankind's laws and so, like you'd be arrested or thrown in prison or something like that which would ultimately lead to your death because you wouldn't be able to avoid sunlight so I would say you would have to you could kill but you have to be very selective about who you did it but I personally I would always have like a backup supply of either pig's blood or human blood from a blood bank or something
2: Does pig's blood work?
0: Pigs pigs are used quite well in some they do because like you know they in use In
1: boomer's world it would
0: yeah, well, it's, I'm mostly saying that because like they use things like um, pigs' valves in in heart transplants right. and stuff like that. So there's a lot of similarities between pigs' anatomy and humans' anatomy on a genetic level. So but then in every theory, vampire could
2: just be drinking pigs' blood and it would all be fine.
0: There are some films where yeah, you do can't
1: d- get sexy, sexy. Then. <laughs> 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 well, you can, but <laughs> it's
0: round the oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's not bring bestiality into <laughs> this one. Please. But. Yeah, no, I, I, th- I mean, it depends on what the mythology surrounding it is. Yeah. What are the rules of these particular vampires? You know, because like sometimes sunlight works, sometimes it, yeah, you know, sometimes it kills them. Sometimes it makes them sparkly. Sometimes <laughs> it, you know, does nothing at all. Like I a,
2: would like to be sparkly, please. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I found it,
1: interesting. I mean, we're going back to the tropes. You know, there were quite a lot of familiar tropes within mm. it. I mean, it was, it was very good in how it did it, but you know, there's. There's the one where you know he's uh, trying to convince the the girl he's not a monster, um, because he is trying to do it the right way, yeah. you know. And then again, as I mentioned, you know he's he ends up battling the one person he you know, doesn't want to, basically because yeah. they got power hungry. Because it all so it, it's just, but it has done it in an interesting way.
0: Yeah, I think it's better done than most others Mm. because it's like, I mean, he's an incredibly talented director so he has tried to go for the very sort of human core of it all and having him be a priest adds an extra layer of it as well, I think it's not necessarily a particularly subtle layer doesn't he really drop
1: the priest bit after an hour and a half of it
0: but yeah I think again that's because of now what he's being forced to do he can't really consider himself on any way yeah, no, no, so I get, therefore that's yeah. another layer of his humanity that's had to go because he was already questioning his faith perhaps a little bit at the beginning or at least finding it all yeah. a bit hopeless so now it's just kind of an excuse to maybe no longer have to do that anymore cool
2: we've probably missed the hook somewhere in there <laughs>
0: Park Chan work is my hook. Park Chan hook. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch. I'll watch anything he does. I think he's great. He's my favorite filmmaker. Pretty much that. that's, yeah, that's, no. that's always the hook for me. Like, and as as we've kind of said, as much as I'm not, I, I don't know if I was like appearing enough on Ruth's side on this one. I am bored with vampires. I don't need more vampire stuff. I
1: was pretty bored with them. If we are going to go into this. <laughs> this hilarious. is perhaps a
0: terrible topic for us to pick because no oh, one's going to stick up for. We vampires had to do today. it one day though. <laughs> yeah, true.
2: Support. Tell tell us your uh, tell us your best death.
0: Best death is definitely that. Sit the
2: button. Oh, sorry.
0: The best death is when the comatose mum then says to basically points the finger at the the couple of like you know the priest and the and the lady, and uh, based on these two are the ones who killed my son, and so then Teju just fucking brutally neck punches that guy and snaps snaps his head The neck punch was the one. (laughs) That's the one. There's a lot of other deaths, but they're all pretty uneventful, to be honest. It's just like...
2: I did enjoy the sizzling at the end. It was beautiful. Yeah, I like ah, the sizzling. See, I
1: want. To, I made a note about this. I do love to see a good vampire burn <laughs> in the sunrise. Yeah, yeah you know. and that
2: was that was um, very well, and that again quite drawn out. But in that sense, I think it was good because you don't want just to see them burst into flame, do you? And then they're gone. And this, you saw like every stage as their face started to melt, and then their yeah. fingers and. Feet turned to ash, and it was uh, it was very good. I preventing. made a list
1: of what I could remember. I mean, it was all three. <laughs> but first, obviously, uh, good uh, vampire burns sunrise. Yeah, uh, thirty days of night.
0: Yeah, I think that's another good burning. That's another one. Good, good burning. Well, she, she holds her, it holds him in her arms oh, as he burns away. But
1: horribly. I think my favourite is Midnight Mass. Yeah, where he's trying to explain what's going on and she doesn't believe it's,
2: it. it's very shocking isn't it <laughs> it's very and strange. i am um, I are, are they in a boat Is that yeah. i and then at the end the way that episode ends in midnight mass where she's just you just hear her screaming over the credits i was in tears at that ending because i thought it was it was they were basically like the, love um, a good vampire they they were the emotional <laughs> sort of core of that s- yeah. story to some extent i mean there were obviously there's other characters as well but it was just like the way that that scene was done yeah. was so good i think and um, then obviously the screaming is really horrific, <laughs> and I just I think I just was like quite shocked and upset
0: by it. But I, yeah, it's brilliant. I, th- I thought I thought that Midnight Mass was a bit overrated personally. I thought I preferred Chapel We've
1: discussed this, yeah. And uh, you're wrong. <laughs> no, and I, I can't I, comment because I, I, I haven't uh,
0: seen Chapel Chapelweight's very good. It's got, it's got it's got um, Adrian Brody in it as well. It's, it's like a, almost like a sort of a series, sort of mini series prequel to Salem's Lot. Okay. Very good. I they based that it well. on
1: a ten-page uh, Stephen King's short story and made uh, ten episodes out of it.
0: Wow! Good. <laughs> What's interesting though is that that one, like one of my complaints about Midnight Mass, it just feels too Stephen King. Yet my one I'm giving as out <laughs> is actually from a Stephen King oh, thing. I know, right? Cool.
1: Um. One star reviews. None. None. No, none to make a make an, a note of.
0: Of course, because uh, it was so good. Which actually, to be honest, if there was going to be one that would have one star reviews today,
1: I thought it would be this one. Let me just double check right here in real
0: time. Yes,
2: I imagine it could be divisive.
0: Yeah. But then again, I suppose if no one's going to watch watch a two and a half hour Korean (laughs) film, if you're not into two and a half. It's a shame
2: because I feel like if if it really sort of builds momentum and escalates and by the end, it's great. Um, but I guess most people are going to watch the first half an hour and go, ah, oh, it's not for me. Yeah, they wouldn't even bother reviewing Start it. with the last half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Memento it.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Wouldn't the film just get right.
1: worse? <laughs> I, may ha- I may have missed a one-star review that um, you may want to cut out of this. I've got something else we can put in, but... Oh gosh! I am reading that. Yeah, it is. Is it uh, racist? Yeah, it is. Oh no! Let, let's
0: just skip that one immediately, then. Perhaps. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. it's
0: really bad. Let's let's save me the editing duties yeah, and just leave bad. that there. But
1: the other one-star reviews are drags, nonsense, uh, Chan Park's uh, Chan Park's worst movie, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, I did find a eight-star review
0: <laughs> out of <laughs> uh, out Five. of ten. Oh. I was hoping
1: it was out of five. No, no, no. Um, They call it unquenchable.
2: Unquenchable. Yes.
1: Well, I guess it means uh, you cannot, yeah, thirst, you cannot quench. Oh, I see. But I want to read this out, and I'm going to do a terrible, terrible job of wrapping it. (laughs) Because it's been written, it's been written in a wrap. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
2: Boomer's got his head in his hands. <laughs> or maybe I
1: just read it in, a, in more of a... No, now you said about the no. wrapping. We want the wrapping. Well, can I get some beatbox?
0: <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to wrap it at all. <laughs> Sangyun was a Catholic priest. Under his faith was challenged and then ceased. After taking a fusion that removed his delusion, his appetite for blood had increased. <laughs> maybe I should do it like a limerick. I was going to say, sounds like a limerick. <laughs> Teju had developed a mayasama after feeding on Sanghyun's rich plasma, starting out as some fun, but things can't be undone after a vampiric fecine orgasma. (laughs) I haven't finished. Okay. (laughs) A crimson wave of fornication and frivolity in a fabulous feverish fable of frustration. That bit doesn't even... Ryan. Keep going. No, that's it.
2: I (laughs) love the phrase "a crimson wave of fornication." Yeah,
0: Uh, yeah, it's okay. Based on that, I want to go straight to the scores, (laughs) and I'm going to give it a crimson wave of fornication three.
2: (laughs) I will give it. um, I will give it a two. I'm going to
1: stick with a two.
2: That's fair. That's fair.
1: There we go. Cool. And that was thirst. Cool. We uh, will grab a beer and we'll be back. We're back. Sexy vampires. Sexy vampires.
0: We haven't mentioned how sexy vampires are. Well, I think
1: this is a big, big topic of discussion, and maybe this is going to come up. But do we talk about it now?
0: No, let's wait for someone else. Until we
1: get to sexy vampire
0: time. (laughs) Okay, move on. Is
2: that two? Oh, it is
1: two. I'm always last.
2: Oh, so it's two. Oh, sorry, Ruth. No sexy vampires here. (laughs) Well. Well,
0: well. I, I've got
2: some sexy notes. Okay, fine. Oh, I'm interested to hear your sexy notes. Um, do you want? Do you want to go next, Jazz? Do you feel sad going last? No, no, I'll <laughs> go last. Okay, we must obey the die, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have selected the 1977 George Romero film, Martin. Hmm. Hmm. Um, <laughs> 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 um. And Martin, uh, is in brief about a uh, a serial killer who um, kills mostly women and sort of rolls around with them. And um, I think he drinks their blood, but you don't see a huge amount of blood drinking. He does drink their blood. He He likes to bathe in it. Yeah, and um, he goes to um, somewhere near Pittsburgh to stay with his grandfather, Grandfather Kuda. And Grandfather Kuda is convinced that they have a family curse And Martin is Nosferatu, as he keeps saying. Um, Where did he get this impression? Nosferatu.
0: Where did he get this impression that Martin (laughs) is Nosferatu from? Well, he
2: he says that it's like um, being a curse in his family, doesn't he? And he says we have had nine such cursed ones in our family. And he sort of sees it as his mission to um, fix Martin and save his soul. Um, So it's kind of... It's it's like, a I guess, a bit of an anti-vampire film in a sense because he's, you know, it's it's about vampire lore in that Kuda is is convinced of this and, and it tries to festoon Martin's room with garlic and tries to get a priest to come and kind of exorcise him. It's, it's almost like a deconstructed yeah, movie. That's yeah, that's a yeah. good way of putting it, I mm. think, yeah. Um, and Martin is keeps saying the magic isn't real, the magic isn't real, but is, is also carrying out these kind of atrocities uh, in a way that a vampire would, perhaps. Are, are you, so you I know, actually he's, think of
0: a vampire would be far more competent than he is. <laughs> he is by far the most well, incompetent vampire world. I don't seen.
2: know. The, the first, the opening scene of the film is him killing a woman in a um, train carriage, and he does a pretty good job of that. Yeah. Goes quite well,
0: gets away with it. He does it, and he gets away with it, I suppose, yeah. There's a
1: really weird, and I know we're going to go into this deeper, as well but throughout the movie there is that uh, dissonance between what martin mm. thinks is happening mm. and what is happening
2: so there are bits in the film where it will f- switch into black and white um and then th- those are the bits where martin imagines himself to be the kind of the romantic uh, erotic uh, vampire stereotype i suppose where the women really desire him um, and that is that, as you say, that's like his little fantasy switches when, when that happens. And I think those are the bits which kind of reference that idea that um, that we see. At, and, and in um, Thirst as well, we have this, the connection of vamp- vampiric thirst with lust mm. and um, eroticism. Um, and it's kind of highlighting the fact that that's what we see in vampire films is this idea of the vampire as like a handsome, uh, erotic, desired figure. Uh, And then we see the reality of it, which is he's just like a serial killing prick, basically.
1: (laughs) Is he the original incel?
2: I was going to say that. (laughs) You made me do it. (laughs) So I think it's absolutely it's kind of deconstructing some of the ideas that have been around vampires in cinema and saying, actually, it's this sort of horrible, grimy, um, horrible thing where the women are incredibly scared and it's all awful, basically. (laughs) It's not like a exciting world of lust and desire. It's just a horrible world of griminess and shit. So, so what's the hook? So, oh. <laughs> the hook. <laughs> <laughs> the hook gave me a fright. Um, so, when we came to do, we decided to do vampire films, and I was like, oh, I can't really think of any I like. Um, and I spoke to my friend Jake, who is a massive, massive horror fan, and he was like, oh, well, Martin is great. He said it's his favourite Romero film. Really? Um, Why don't you give it a go? actually,
0: Romero's favourite film is
2: Martin. Yes, yeah, right. Um, So I watched it and I was like, well, I kind of like it, but I don't like the fact that it's from his perspective and it kind of ignores, to some extent, the suffering that the women go through. Um, And it makes him into almost, not a sympathetic protagonist, but there's moments where you... almost you're aligned with his perspective where you're like oh poor martin he has to live with his crazy grandfather and he's in this world he doesn't understand um and i watched it again and the second time i was like actually i do i really liked it a lot more the second time i watched it and i thought actually it works really well to sort of comment on the way vampire lore has built up in cinema Mm. and i and i kind of there's bits of it that I really like and I like the kind of pathos. Um, he starts having a affair with a, with a woman that he meets um, and he doesn't get to kill her because she kills herself and he finds her in the bath and I think there's moments in it that actually are really effective that, that was my favourite part of the and film. And really was kind his, of yeah. impactful. Yeah. His, <laughs> his
0: affair with the woman was my favourite part of the film. One of
1: my notes was, there's a good movie in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, no. which is which. Maybe is, which that's seems the same for harsh. everything
2: this week. Which right, seems, seems a bit... Hu-
0: how dare you? <laughs> You'll get your turn in a minute.
1: <laughs> I can't wait to see what Shell says. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um No, I I, um, I first saw this probably twenty five years ago. I think Syndrome on BBC Two did mm. it one time. Oh, right. I think, and I watched it then. And it was kind of like, yeah, meh. yeah. It was meh. It was all very that. And then when I when you said you were choosing this again, I felt uh, I felt that oh god, <laughs> you know this is going to be a slog. This has
0: been a real arduous oh. <laughs> <It has been. laughs> episode for you. Hasn't and when
1: it, <laughs> when it started I, again, I was like oh. And then it was kind of like there was a switch in it, and I don't know where it was, but there was a point where I was like actually, there are some very good points. Yeah, uh, parts in this and points and. And the, and the story in general is good. Mm. Um, and I would, dare I say, I think we said it earlier, that we'd never want to see a remake again. I actually think someone <laughs> could actually make a really good version of this.
0: Yeah, I I, I I sort of agree with you on that. This is the first time I'd seen it. I'd never actually seen it before. Always, it's one of those ones it has been on my list forever because I'm aware that, cause I'm, I'm a fan of Romero. Uh, I know that he rates this as his favourite one, so I should yeah. really watch that one day. I remember DS has always told me it's brilliant because he's a big Romero fan and um I'm not I wasn't like I was a little disappointed but only because of how loftily I hold some of his other ones Mm. Mm. like Night of the Living Dead especially
2: for me that's my favorite one he's done
0: but it's not as good as those ones but it still is it's a a really good film and I did enjoy it a lot
2: Mm. I think yeah definitely as I say on the second viewing I started to I think appreciate it a lot more um I didn't feel like an interesting film.
0: I didn't feel much sympathy for Martin throughout, though. To be honest, like I said, the only, well, no, the only time I, I did
2: was when he started
0: to become more human through his affair with um, whatever. I can't remember what the character. Um, she's
2: was. just called. I think she's just called Mrs Santini. I don't know if she gets a first name. Okay, it? well, just call her Mrs Santini. Yeah. So Mrs
0: Santini. Like she was a really interesting character. I thought. I wish. I always wish, wish they gave her a bit more time.
2: Yeah, and I think that there's almost. Um, you get almost a sense that maybe that's the, his path to kind of redemption, mm. and then obviously she's just an incredibly unhappy woman. Because he stops, and, uh, he
0: stops killing during his like yeah. affair with her, which like, I guess kind of does show, like because you know, there is there is still the question in it: is he or is he not a vampire? And I think that the answer is, of course, he's not.
2: Because because
0: during that point, because he doesn't actually start dying if he doesn't start doing it.
2: No, and also he's just chomping on that garlic.
0: Yeah. When he starts having the sexy stuff.
2: The sexy stuff, when they're awake. Yep. Owl Martin, you horrible shithead. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. It is a tough watch, isn't it? I think we started talking about this in the text and we were like...
2: "Uh." Um, And it's also weirdly got some... um, Not it's not. I wouldn't call it a funny film by any means, but it has small elements of humour in it, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Um, Which I think is quite nice to offset the the more horrific elements. Um, And Tom Savini. And Tom Savini just pop it. Yeah, pops up as Arthur.
0: Looks the same. (laughs) he looks great I've seen Tom Savini these days every year he takes a picture on his Instagram with him topless with a birthday cake wow and he's still got abs like
2: smeared onto his chest
0: no sadly not (laughs) I I imagine that happens later on but he's still got pecs and abs that man must be on some hormone replacement therapy because he's like 80 now or something isn't he Uh, yeah he would be oh god I don't know actually but then again also can you trust it he's a special effects master
2: that's true he's probably made himself a whole new face
0: he could have just he could be wearing an abs suit (laughs)
1: <laughs> going back to the movie
0: <laughs> if we must <laughs>
1: yeah it was it, I, I could I, as i mentioned it could be i think it could there's a good remake in there i think unfortunately if they were to do it they would probably play more on the radio host yes throughout i think and, and that, it would probably be a woman so and it, he would end up stalking her and actually and,
2: that's just feels like almost a Unnecessary element in the film yeah. as it is. You well, know, no, like, I, I don't really know where un- they're going th- with this. I think
1: there's a lot of unnecessary. Well there's elements a bit the of, of um, film, it's honest. a
2: bit undeveloped, like you said with yeah. the Mrs Santini character. It's like just a little bit more development. I liked her, it because like a bit more of the radio, you know, not making well, into I'm that. If, if, play, if, you, you were yeah. to,
1: if you were to remake it, somebody would, in my mind, like as I just said, yeah. <laughs> like they would probably concentrate on that. Yeah. It,
0: it's been done better in other words. Like some good examples where it's done better is the fog is a really good example, yep. whether yeah. the radio and especially the warriors. Yep. like the warriors where the radio DJ and John that. Wick four. and John Wick four. <laughs> <laughs> big, big love for the John Wick films. Absolutely love it. That's another. Speaking of long films, the last John Wick film <laughs> is, about, is a three hour long fight scene that I was all in. For the entire runtime,
1: they should have called it John Wick Four Hour. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for John Wick Five hours. Each successive hour so, so John Wick <laughs> film becomes longer. Because an longer.
2: Longer.
1: <laughs> the first one, you don't call it John Wick One, so you could get away with an hour and a half film, and then true. next one two hours. <laughs> so,
0: again, look, I'll move off it after I said this sentence. But, uh, John Wick. That, if you want a fucking tight, solid, that's how a film is Is John done. Wick a vampire? <laughs> well now there, there, there are there is a lot online about keanu reeves being a vampire yeah, or at least being a an
2: ageless an ageless man
0: he is actually aging i don't know if anyone else has noticed aging. He is aging just picture very of slowly keanu reeves. just yeah. very slowly yeah there's that picture of keanu reeves like from the 1800s and there's another exactly, one of him from like the 1600s and it just <laughs> looks exactly the same no, way. Yeah, and way. like yeah but back to martin martin <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't know I, I like it i think um I like the grimy feel, the kind of urban realism of it, which I think is a, it's a Romero trait. though. yeah, is and I like think um, is not necessarily what you would expect from a vampire film. But then, actually, I wonder if that went on to inform the some of the ones of the '80s that you discussed, where yeah, actually yeah. they are set very much. You know, you're not in a castle, in a like in a in a forest or whatever anymore. You're in a like a urban landscape and it uses some of the elements of the urban landscape in the story
0: definitely i think in in recent years especially the ones i'm most interested in are the ones that are the least vampiric like let the right one in or something Mm. like that Mm. where they're very almost like anti-vampire films like a a character happens to be one but that's not the point of the film it's just like what else could you do with it and i think that's much more interesting than just another rich white man in in a castle
1: I think my struggle with vampire movies, and it's um, something that we haven't touched upon, is that there seems to be two different types. I'm, I'm sure there's there's lots of different types, but there's either the human element, the aspect um, of, of someone going through a change, um, sexy, sexy. Uh, you know, I will. Um, are,
0: they, are they all amore about? you? Are they all about puberty? Yeah,
1: <laughs> there's that. Or there's the. There's just a monster out there, and they're just a monster movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, you're right, uh, yeah. from the dark, we we spoke about that the other day. The Irish is it Irish? Yeah, it's Irish. Yeah, remember, yeah, we yeah, with, with um, uh, Neve Algar. Yeah, love love that film. Mm. Thought it was really good. Should have chosen it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you should have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, um, from Dust till dawn, uh. Is, that, is is a bit of a mixture of two. It's sexy, sexy vampires, but then it is monsters, basically for the rest. Yeah, of Yeah, absolutely. It, so,
0: why didn't anyone pick that? I would have loved to have smoked spoken. Oh, I don't
1: like today when I was going through things, <laughs> I suddenly thought of a whole heap. I of suppose
2: films. it's yeah. It's uh, as we said earlier. Sometimes they're just they don't feel quite horror-y enough. There's like I a, think yeah, you, I
1: think that's it. I think that's it, and that's why I probably like uh, more towards the pure monster element mm. of it. Yeah, yeah. No, I,
0: that's I, mean, I mean, I I did. I think I messaged you afterwards, or maybe the pair of you afterwards, after I chose Thirst. Like, is it a horror film
2: though? I think uh, Thirst for sure. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's, it's more
0: again the maybe it's due to the runtime where a large part of that film is not a horror film.
2: But then the bits With that, the run that run are horror, horror quite. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, one of my other notes as oh. well is about Cuda. Yep. Best dressed vampire slayer. Best dressed (laughs) shopkeeper. He was uh, all white. The the Colonel Sanders. Yeah, Yeah. vampires. But as as an old Lithuanian gentleman, Van Sanders. mm, (laughs) Love it. Loved it. Best death.
2: Should we do best death? Um, I'm going to have to go for the basically the absolute last moment of the film when completely out of nowhere, Grandfather Kuda just shoves a massive wooden stake into Martin yeah, while he's asleep, with you. Yep, well was, I was asleep. I, and even having watched it quite recently and then I re-watched it and it, the, even the second time I was just like what the
0: fuck it was shocking <laughs> was it what
2: where what? did this come from it's like happened so quickly and so out of the blue and then Martin's just getting a stake banged into his chest and then that's the end. Oh, look,
0: Kuda is not fucking about him. He to. told him. He told him. And I know, and I, and I know that technically, that's, that's one, one of the nice things about that is the fact that he didn't actually kill that woman. No. She did commit suicide.
2: What but, a nice thing. But <laughs>
0: he did still break the rule because he killed he three did. other he people. Killed, he
2: killed a lot of people in the yeah. town. Yeah. So he did actually, yeah.
0: fair's fair, you were warned and you did it anyway. And I've got no time for you, Martin. <laughs> you, you had one job don't kill people in town.
1: I will step in and say best death,
0: mm-hmm. definitely.
1: Worst Tom Savini effect because it was quite clearly <laughs> to the side of him. <laughs> it was the worst uh, uh, perception. of Maybe perception Tom of de- Savini shouldn't
2: perception. have been double t- uh, multitasking yeah, on the film. <laughs> Let's just say
0: Tom Savini did leave when he when um, like the, the granddaughter ran away. She ran away with Tom's Vini, someone else had to do the Someone stepped yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, totally.
2: But yeah, I think that was like a genuinely shocking moment. Yeah, that, it I didn't was. see coming I at all. Fucking
0: told yeah. you. <laughs> what did I say? If I say it once. I said it a thousand <laughs> times. Don't kill people <laughs> in town. Oh,
2: Martin. And then the end, and that's it. And you're like, ah, it's done.
0: And then he buried him in his garden. Yeah. Fertilizer. There we go. I kind of expected almost a carrie esque oh, uh, oh yeah, a yeah, hand hand to hand to rise When he yeah. put the cross on it, you, I wouldn't be, wouldn't have been shocked if he <laughs> then grabbed the yeah. cross out, then freeze frame, credits rolling down. <laughs> one star reviews.
2: Yeah,
1: there weren't really any. They're boring again. Complete waste. Clunker. Clunker. Total dud. Romero's worst. Oh, and I I was going through all of them, and I only got to five star when uh, one almost like my eyebrow. Read slightly. Uh, Romero considered Martin to be his favorite production, but I don't.
0: <laughs> Who is he to say what exactly. his favorite is? You can't argue with an opinion, with a preference. No. no, no, you cannot. But you're going to try on my
1: choice, aren't you?
2: <laughs> Shall we give me a scores for Martin? Two, two. I'm going to go three. I think it's. Um, I really appreciate a film that kind of I find interesting and. Um, I think it did have some quite unique elements to it, so I'm gonna. Uh, it's I'm kind of in between, but I'm gonna. I chose it. I'm gonna. Yeah, stand if, if, if anyone's go gonna stick three. up for
0: your film, it yeah. should be you.
1: Can I use this opportunity because we're talking about Romero? Mm. Uh, I won't. Uh, I'm, I'm confused about Romero <laughs> <laughs> in the sense that I'm sexually, just, I'm just, I don't know. I just always it's it the big thick films glasses white and white beard. <laughs> and like, but but then I, you know, it's just me being be me my my fact about Romero mm-hmm. um, it goes back to Night of Living Dead and I want to say that and it was uh, Night of Living Dead was written by him and John A. Russo okay and uh, they got into a bit of uh, an argument and they split up um, and they had a little bit of a legal battle about uh, Night of Living Dead about the title of it and uh, it's got settled that Russo could keep uh, the phrase living dead Oh, and, ah. uh, and uh, Romero could keep dead, so that's why we get Day ah. of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Diary of the Dead. I see. Blah blah blah. And Russo ma- went on to make uh, Return, Return of the Living Dead, Return of the Living Dead Part Two, Return of the Living Dead Part
0: Three. You love the sequels to the Living Dead ones. I don't do. You? I
1: mean, part Three is a classic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I w- I watched that. I remember you messaging me about I said, It's so good. Like, okay, oh, I'm gonna rewatch it. <laughs> I think two's maybe, one's the best one out of it. Mm. Oh, they're just good fun. Yeah, they are right. fun. Right. Anyway, okay. that's my
1: fact. So we're going to stop for another quick break. Okay, and we're back. And uh, we don't need to roll the dice because, uh, again, it's left to me to finish up. And probably be, you know. Well, the fu- this is where the fun,
0: fun this is, begins. I'll be fair, this is the funnest film of it the It was three. fun.
2: I enjoyed it.
0: I also mostly enjoyed it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, tell us, tell us.
1: So for my choice, I chose Fright Night, part two. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I chose part two is because I hadn't seen it for so long. Um, and I just always remember actually, lo- like when I was younger... Uh, when it came out, uh, what year, 1988, Appetite for Destruction, yep. was on the radio, you know, all that kind of,
2: <laughs> take yourselves back, listener. was on the, wi-
1: Paradise City, was on the wireless, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bonkers thing is, is um, uh, not that I've written, Fight Night down here, on my notes, but, that no, is a different point. Uh, is, um, I always remember, being absolutely terrified, of the original, Fright Night poster, uh, in in the cinema, it's a good poster. It is a good poster, and so they can they've you
2: show can you show me the poster? I can't think of the poster.
1: It's of the house uh, in Fright Night with uh, the clouds in the background forming oh. a vampiric face. Emma's gonna things. show me so. the poster. So, if when Fright Night uh, the original one came out, which I don't actually know, uh, must be.
2: I don't think there was too much of it.
1: 1985.
2: Character. Oh, that. That is scary. I would
1: have been 9. 9 yeah, in the cinema really, seeing that yeah, used to terrify me. And then show it a poster for Friday Night Part 2, boom.
2: Is it a sexy lady? No, it's pretty much it's pretty <laughs> much it's the, the same poster. Same poster. <laughs> it's the same poster. Um it's the it's a book and not a a poster, but they used it for the poster when I was quite young and I read Jaws. I used to like turn the book over before I went to sleep because I didn't want to like have the shark looking oh. at me. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! So I was were reading, you reading it, a pop, and then were you I was like, pop, just, pop just, just <laughs> turn that over. Don't want to see that in the night.
1: And I wonder, going back to Friday Night, when I finally got around to seeing it, um, I think a lot of the the humour in the original Friday Night passed me by. I think I was too young to mm. really sort of grasp oh, I seen that, that it was a, more yeah. of a sort of satire type horror film but until um when i saw finite part two i was a lot i say a lot older <laughs> I, was, I was 12 um you know and i got a lot more out of it um, at that time i just remember always really liking it um but let's talk about what it's about
0: what's the gap in production years between the three two? years
2: uh, isn't it set 20 years later no no, because he says he's been in therapy, hasn't he? And he the, he's oh, like, yeah, ah, yeah. three years of therapy. Oh, it's three years. I yeah. f- don't know why I thought it was twenty. Years. Yeah, no. Do no. you you probably do know why? But um, why, basically, because Fright Night was such a was really popular, and then Fright Night Two was kind of released with very little fanfare and hoo ha. Do you know why that was? Do you know what happened?
1: Uh, are you going to tell me?
2: I'm going to tell Come you, on. I just, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, if you were going to talk about it, I didn't want to like, oh, no, um, I, no, I don't, I'd, so I'd, I'd like
1: to talk to you. The
2: producer of both films was um, uh, Jose Menendez, uh-huh. who Boomer might recognise the name of, because he also loves stories of killings. <laughs> um, and he was, um, basically the Menendez brothers was a very famous killing. I do remember uh, and this. And it was these two, two uh sort of incredibly rich teenage boys who brutally killed both their parents and that parent was Was jose menendez i do remember that yes and that was and it kind of happened around the time that they were getting ready to release fright night 2 um and apparently um i was just was reading about it um uh roddy mcdowell the the, the, the like the day after when the news came that they'd been killed um, phoned up the director and he was like, "Well, it wasn't me." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Speaking of which, we, we haven't even gone into <laughs> the film I'm,
0: I'm yet. Sorry, sorry. Me. How was that? How is that, like, that an issue when Jeepers well, Creepers? Think- you can have three films and the director is <laughs> legitimately a paedophile. I mean, and that yeah, I think anyone. I think
2: just um, I kind of I suppose the wind sort of went out of everyone's sails because the producer was killed in this shocking way. I suppose and he was killed rather than was, doing. Actually, that's, and then no, it that should kind be of, better. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah i thought that was really interesting real no, a real, a real life horrifying uh, do you know act. who
1: the director of this was no tommy lee tommy lee wallace
0: i thought you could say tommy was no, <laughs> no, no
1: no no that would have made more sense tommy lee wallace who is you not know well you know who tommy lee wallace is he made the second best halloween movie <laughs>
0: Halloween 3, yeah. Season of the Witch. <laughs> oh, did he? Ah, yeah. uh, what, what oh, credentials? Ledge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let himself down with this one, though, didn't he? <laughs>
0: His, well, no. his best film is Halloween 3, Season yeah, of I know. And there's no shame in that. So we haven't
1: even gone into yeah, the tell us, yet. So tell us, uh, so tell us uh, about uh,
0: Halloween 3, Season of <laughs> <three. laughs> uh, Well,
1: I'll just get my pie chart out.
0: <laughs> we will post this on the internet so you can understand what the pie chart is.
1: Um, so, Fright Night Part 2 uh, takes place three years after the original Fright Night. Um, Charlie Brewster has gone into therapy... Um, to try and help come to terms with what happened in Fright Night. And basically, he's been convinced that they weren't vampires. Um, it was a serial killer, and uh, he imagined arrest down to trauma. Um, he's still friends with Peter Vincent, but he's trying to keep um, him out. Away a at a safe bay. distance,
2: yes. I
0: think distance. that's just wise in general, yeah,
1: yeah, probably. Especially if you're phoning up a director saying, <laughs> I didn't
0: do it, nothing screams, I'm innocent, but <laughs> <from> immediately <laughs> saying you didn't do something.
1: Um, uh, Peter Vincent, of course, played by uh, uh Caesar himself, uh, Roddy McDowell, um. And uh, so Charlie is now at uh, university. Uh, he has his uh, wonderful new girlfriend, uh, Alex, played by the amazingly 80s Tracy mm. Lind.
0: She is very, very 80s
1: <laughs> and amazing. That did my 12 year old self. No end of good.
0: Oh,
2: <laughs> I think she's great, actually, in this. She should she have been. She should have
1: been in more stuff. Like yeah, that, I think yeah. Yeah, mm. she's got a good good filmography, but nothing really sort of stands out more more than this. At a moment. Um, and basically, uh, they're living their lives, and then a group of uh, newcomers come to the building that they're living in, um, and some have relations with the previous vampire, shall we say, and trouble ensues. And this time, uh, Charlie uh, almost falls for the vampiric side of things.
2: Because it's sexy lady vampire. Because it
1: though. is sexy lady vampire. Very sexy. Which is okay. There's lots of sexy. <laughs> like I, think, I think what we were saying so earlier. She's also back,
2: smug though. She's really smug. They're all.
0: Regina. Regina. Yeah. So they're all very smug. They're all very sexy. No. Very let's
2: not say they're all sexy. Sorry, there's the redneck one. And um, yeah.
0: The
1: werewolf. Yeah. For and, and no the reason. Reason. Um, Who's in uh, White
2: Lotus. The, l- the long hair. He's just a bit of a dweeb. That's the same one, isn't it? Oh, is he a redneck?
0: He's yeah, a the redneck. werewolf guy.
2: Those no. sideburns
0: are <laughs> Joe Dirt as fuck.
2: Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, sexy.
0: It's got um, what the, the guy who's the bug-eating one.
2: The
1: Renfield character.
2: He's like a, the familiar, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he is... I've always been
0: a big fan of that guy. Oh, he's yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, bad guy into. in Cobra.
1: Oh, he is, yes. And
0: he's um, Shao Kahn in the awful Mortal Kombat 2. And also, the assassin throughout the whole of The X Files, who's like an alien assassin.
1: He Does is indeed. Great, great
0: recurring role throughout that. I'm just so. trying
1: to look up his name uh, Brian Thompson. That's it. Yeah. Bosworth, he's Bosworth. called in the film.
2: Bosworth is such like a uh, butler or assistant name, name yes. isn't yeah,
1: no, There's no
0: lead person called
2: <laughs> Bosworth. <laughs> tell us the hook.
1: What brought me in?
0: Mm. I think. Press I think. the
2: button and then tell us.
1: <laughs> no.
0: There <laughs> 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 okay cool uh, The what brought me into yeah. this
1: i think it's down to it's it's nostalgia it's that 80s um thing I, I it used to be on i think they put it on sky in the early 90s and we just got sky so it was on the sky movie channel quite often so i used to watch it quite a bit on that um it was one of those things a bit like the monster squad just not as good yeah, yeah. where where when you have vampires and you throw a werewolf into it as well it's like oh there's a there's a cast of creatures going See, on what,
2: that's what
0: the, Was he actually a werewolf
2: i just thought it, he was a vampire yeah
0: because like i thought it was a vampire like if you remember bram stoker's drank dracula where like he would become like a beast style yeah. thing, and I just assumed he was encompassing that uh, kind
1: I of think beast it, version. Uh, yeah, of it. I think. Well, it's it's questionable, obviously. I think he is a werewolf.
2: Okay, that hadn't crossed my mind. Because mo- no. he's more—you
1: never see him as a vampire at all. It's
0: always he gets the
2: scary face though. Monster.
0: Yeah, but that's a werewolf face, isn't
2: it? I thought I, I
0: think he's a vampire. Yeah. I
2: think it's just a gang of vampires. Yeah. Okay
1: rollerblading.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do have roller vamps as one of my <laughs> nice. Sexy well, that dancing rollerblading. Sex, roller yeah. sexy roller murder.
1: <laughs> Great. But ultimately, <laughs> the the draw in, I mean, it's it, it came um, after Lost Boys dare I say we've not we've not (laughs) spoken we have not talked about Lost Boys
0: okay maybe we shouldn't let's just be
1: Uh, boomer doesn't like Lost Boys
0: I apparently am the only one who thinks the film is fucking trash and everyone is wrong it's a bad film except for the (laughs) saxophonist now that's sexy saxophone playing 100%
2: you say more sexy saxophone in everything more sexy
0: saxophone less saying Michael every two seconds (laughs) 114 times they say the name Martin. Were Michael. you
2: furious in Martin when he kept hearing women saying Martin? Martin! No,
0: Martin. because not every single character <laughs> said it every single sentence. <laughs> Michael. Michael? Why Michael? <laughs> I tried it out just to see if I could, you know, how people felt about it. Well, I was, I was with my mate it's then. sinister, you can't do it. No, I'll just do it like Ruth. If I were to say to you, Ruth, every time we were talking, Ruth, what do you think, Ruth? Ruth? I find it—it's uh, to
2: me—it's like one of those things you read in a um, like a business manual where it's like oh, really yeah. connect with people by saying their name as many times as you possibly can. I hate it. Well, well there's just, that m- oh, remembrance yeah.
1: thing, definitely, isn't there? You've got to say someone's name three times before,
0: whilst holding their <laughs> face and staring at <laughs> <three> exactly,
1: you know, and all that. But sorry. yeah, no, it's it's definitely the start. It's it's a pure '80s vampire movie before. The art directors got hold of <laughs>
0: vampires I think F- the last hurrah. Oh, it's we're the last, last hurrah. The last time vampires were fun. <laughs> it's just a good, yeah, it's a It's fun. really it's a fun. fun. It is fun. It's
2: really good fun.
0: <clears throat> when you go through the list of like stuff that happens in it, it's such an amazing tick box ex- oh, exercise. Like my notes are just tick boxes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, fight in a library, yes. Yeah, so murder roll- in a bowling alley, yes.
0: Like yeah, roll of amps. Uh, one, of my, one of my one of my notes is the best character is the smoke machine
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to Spider-Man uh, jazz dancing okay. he does, there is that scene in this film where he thinks he's re- when he's going through the vampire part in the bowling alley and he thinks oh, he's yeah, super yeah. cool I mean he's already won Alex
0: over why is he acting like that? Genre? He's already punched way above his weight. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not a fan of the character Charlie Brewster. I think he's a fucking dick.
1: Great mullet though.
0: Is it a great? No, <laughs> it is. It is technically a mullet. It's not a great one. Well, is it a
1: mullet? <laughs> yeah, it's very much okay. a mullet, Ruth.
0: From technicalities standpoint, yes.
1: <laughs> but I it's think, not. It's
0: not like I think we just are you. Anything? Are you think like? Picture, if you will, that scene in Conair when he gets off the plane <laughs> and the wind is blowing and
1: Cameron <laughs> hair. Yeah, there's definitely
0: no blow. And then you're just like, oh my god, I'm pretty sure I heard the wind say. Yeah, but, Charlie's America. A, but Charlie's not
1: a, <laughs> Charlie's not a redneck.
0: And that's why he will always fail.
1: <laughs> so let's go through this tick box. I know I know this is my film, but I want to know your tick okay, box. Okay, so the
0: tick box, so, so we've got roller vampires. Yeah. Um, not there's constant every time something happens, sexy music, sexy really music. sexy. The music. The music is phenomenal. Well, that
1: the, the good note that I made, it's like synth, it's synth wave before synth wave.
0: Absolutely, I, I, one hundred percent. I loved the music. In it. Who did the music? Um,
2: I always enjoy a scene, um, a horror film where you have any scene in a asylum as well. So I was quite yep, happy about stuff. that. Yep, yep, asylum. Tick. Madman helping the heroes in their quest.
0: Tick. <laughs> I love it when like um. Roddy McDowell tried to. He's like, I, I need to kill her. I'll do it live on television in front of everyone. That's the ideal. Yeah, that's the ideal time to commit vampire killing.
2: And I'll announce it as I run towards her by shouting loudly. Classic. To remove any element of surprise, I might have had.
0: That Kuda wouldn't have put up with this shit.
2: Kuda would have just come in from behind, straight in. If I, it,
0: it would be a very different film if Kuda was in it. We had Kuda in it instead of Roddy McDowell's character. Then that would have been the, the it vampires would be would have fun been.
2: to have a um, a film where they were kind of rival vampire hunters. Yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? I mean, Each I, with their different methods. I
0: want it to be a buddy cop one though.
2: And they're forced to team up. Yeah, against and so they're all the they're vampires. rivals from the past, and they're like, and then the whoever their police vampire hunter bosses is, yeah. is like, now you have to work together. Make it work, guys.
0: The va- vampire hunter boss could be Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> from the great film, Abraham Lincoln (laughs) Vampire Hunter, uh, (laughs) which we forgot to mention in the history of the genre. How could I forget the great Abraham Lincoln Vampire (laughs) Hunter?
1: (laughs) I should have researched this far more than I did. But the um, the soundtrack uh, was done by a guy called Brad Fidel, who also Composed the Terminator theme tune.
2: Fucking <laughs> no, the
0: no wonder the music's great. I Actually, know. when we
2: watched it, Chris did pipe up about that, and I was like, "A oh, Terminator chat again," <laughs> 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 and I just like I just erased it from my mind. <laughs> So that's why it's a good soundtrack. Yeah,
0: it's so yeah. That that My <laughs> favourite thing about it was the smoke machine and the soundtrack. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. the third act.
1: And the third act, where it's basically monster hunting. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: monster hunting. Time. And yeah. Alex
2: uh, goes very kick-ass towards the end, doesn't she? Oh, she yeah. was just She gets very, very... <laughs> she's like, sleeps into action. The glasses are off. She <laughs> somehow managed to read all of Dracula by doing, like, a weird thing with her hand, which I didn't really yeah, understand.
0: She, like, I think it's a speed reading technique. I've not seen anyone do it that way before <laughs> pretty sure she's making that up but oh i could be wrong she
1: did definitely prove the point that uh, g- i can't <laughs> i just <was, laughs> realized
0: i was about to say, no, say
1: girls what girls with glasses are ugly and then they take <laughs> them off i know sorry. <laughs> and then they take them off and suddenly they're sexy
2: that is the
1: that is the, uh, the tr- that's
2: the, the trope yeah. i like uh,
0: actually that happens a lot in vampire things Is people <laughs> become sexier when they're vampire hadn't in first
2: Mm. As well. Yeah. They
0: both they were she was like you know the very dowdy housewife, he was a nerdy priest. There's only so much you can make him look more attractive. They just messed up his hair a bit like like in Spider Man three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 but like yeah, you know, she then became like from very like dowdy and sickly looking to very beautiful we're So obviously you can always the problem is you can always tell, like you cast a beautiful actor and actress to play a character. We're
2: not falling for it, are we? No,
0: you can't you know it's not going to work. We know what an attractive person is. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you can't. You can't fool us, Hollywood. Um,
2: I did. You know the thing about the roses. I didn't? What the so fuck is that? When about? We were, what, how much research on this have you done? No, 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 I did didn't form. know it. I didn't know it. So there's the bit where she they're fighting the guy and then she like shoves some roses into his face and he's like, ah! And I was like, what was happening yeah, here? Yeah, I've, I've never heard why of roses does, why being Why does he care va- about the roses? Was, yeah. And I was like, is it because they're like really spiky? No, it apparently, uh, yeah, it's right.
0: Oh, for vampires,
1: yeah, yeah, as, yeah, a, yeah. as a vampire detainter. I
0: wasn't yeah, aware, aware of I've it. I've never heard of that before and that's something no. that's in this film.
2: And then he's like, "Lucky, wa- lucky you the, read Dracula in an afternoon."
1: They water them with
0: holy
2: water. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: do line. They a sound coffin. like rosary. <laughs> <laughs> they like they line a coffin with communion wafers. That was
2: fun. I liked that. Never seen that before.
0: Good on you. And the uh, the garden pump with holy water. Yeah, can we talk about the third act now? We're we'll, we'll yeah. all yeah. all well, to Yeah, well, maybe care. should so, we I lead
2: mean, into it with le- best death? I think
1: we can do because if I find the right button. There we uh, go. Well done. Um there really wasn't that much death in this movie. No,
2: it's all at the end.
1: It's all at the end and yeah, it's all and, and then and it
2: pays off. And
1: then it pays off because it's not um I mean there's the the roller roller skating um college girl gets killed early on. Yeah. That the one token that you need to see somebody a human die. Yeah. Um you know and and done very artfully.
0: It was. It was very... It was like
1: Torvaldine and Dean of Vampire Death.
0: It felt like... I, I don't know if this did happen or if it's how I'm imagining it. A lot of silk scarves just floating <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> like, that's, that's what it felt a like. A Bonnie happening. Tyler in the background. Exactly. <laughs> it felt like a Bonnie Tyler video but Absolutely. murdering Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I am all the way there for that.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. See, you do like this movie more than you. I, I, thing is...
0: Okay, here's my kind of view on the film. Now, overall, it's trash. <laughs> it's... A lot of nothing happening a lot of the time, but when it happens, it happens big. And I love it. <laughs> so, what it would have been, maybe a four out of ten for me in yeah. general, but because of the great bits that do happen, it shoots up to like a solid six.
2: There we go. I think that's harsh. I think it's. I think it's in general like a pretty good film. Uh, and it, then f- there's some really excellent bits to it.
0: I thought it lulled quite a lot.
1: I do like the fang in the uh, in the neck dragging a fang down yeah. down down, down a, a previous wound. Very sexual. <laughs> yeah. But I don't like sexy vampires, so stop it, Justice.
0: <laughs> stop it, Justin. It sounds like so, you do
1: right, we're getting the back noose, to, we're, the get, noose. we're getting to the noose. The final the final act of the film is basically where this um is there four four vampires or three the vam- gang. Two, the gang of vampires. Gang of vampires. Yeah. It's almost like Lost Boys. <laughs> the end of Lost Boys. Where they all get their comeuppance um, against the fearless vampire hunters.
0: They are we talking about the Frog Brothers again? No, I'm back <laughs> on this movie. <laughs>
1: I'm back on this movie. So um, there is obviously uh, uh, there's the gang themselves. There's a couple of people they changed, including Charlie's uh, therapist um, yep, the and their doctor- friend.
0: Yeah, the friend.
2: Yeah. Oh Richie. Richie. Yeah.
0: Who managed to cover his like Mark's with makeup.
2: Richie <laughs> had gone incredibly quickly from being an annoying human to a smug prick vampire. Like he made the transition really easily, I think. It was an, it
0: was an easy move. For but
1: him. If, you, yeah, if you're going to be an annoying human, you might as well be a smug prick going vampire. Go straight
2: into it. Think of it as a
0: sideways <laughs> career move.
1: <laughs> so um, really the best deaths come down to those that last gang yeah. out of all of them. Yeah.
2: I've got my favourite. I've got my favourite.
1: And I think, oh, I was torn between two. I was torn between the the Renfield character, my one, having his <laughs> have it, have it, having having uh, having his partner's claws um, eviscerate him with maggots pouring deflating out,
0: deflating bug death. I wrote deflating bug death. Or there
1: was um, roller skating vampire um, being uh, basically uh, put a duvet over him,
2: <laughs> a religious
0: duvet, a religious duvet. <laughs>
1: With a th- melty death,
0: that one I was wondering like, did I not pay attention to something? Because <laughs> I don't know why this cloak is so demolishing to vampires. Is it just a holy? It was
2: cloak? A, it was a like a yeah, like a holy cloak. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Holy uh, cloak. <laughs> I think maggot, maggot. Dio's cloak. You on with I, the maggots. maggots? I go with. I go with. Maggot stomach. Oh, good. good. I, I, stomach. I was
0: worried we were going to go for a stereotypical no. boy and girl choice. No, 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 no. Because well, no, I'd no. I go
2: for the one involving clothes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there
1: was there was a ridiculous amount of maggots. <laughs> it
2: was. There were, there was, the, was the, 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 the maggots wrapped up so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: the 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 practical effects at the end are fucking great. They're like well, his deflating death is so good. I really just like when I was go, Oh, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yes, good was, work.
1: Well played, Bosworth interesting about bosworth is that throughout the movie he never you never want to see him eat a maggot he eats all the other insects is it because a maggot's
0: not an insect is a maggot an insect no uh, well it turns f-
1: to, normally it turns it, into a, a fly,
2: fly. so it's, it's a larva. So it's a, lava, it's a, it's a <coughs> nascent insect what about is a caterpillar none insect? of us
0: are qualified for
2: this a caterpillar <laughs> again not but a butterfly is interesting
0: Ooh.
2: I feel like this is too philosophical. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, I that's think, no, what I'm I've... saying.
1: None of us are qualified for this conversation <laughs> feel, on a Friday night above a pub. I
0: don't even think this is philosophical. It's just that's just science. No,
2: but it, yeah. We're
0: not talking about you know what it is to be a butterfly.
1: I'm I'm, I'm getting back to the topic now. Um, I did like I did like the fact that uh, again at the end uh, the the main vampire turns into a monster, a bit yeah. of fla- a flapping monster, and a bit of explosions at the end. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yep, enjoy it. I, like I said, the whole third act was great. It brought the ranking of the film up in my mind. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. You and I
2: like, I like that they... Um, it was a modern setting, but they managed to still... At the at that last part, they still had all the old trappings of a kind of as if you were in a traditional kind of Dracula's castle with the big oh absolutely. heavy yeah, drapes yeah, it, it, and their big doors t- and the candlesticks and it so became on. timeless to like yeah. no
0: technology whatsoever and yeah. at those points it was all just the old school trappings and that was
1: I did also like the fact they did several scenes of outside the the main building from afar making it look like a, a vampire's castle mm. Dracula's mm. castle but obviously they didn't have the budget for a great painting
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: i it's, think it's kind of just a, a painting, a painting. there's
0: no doubt it was a painting
2: <laughs> i think for a for a sequel of the era it punches above its weight
1: Definitely. i would say so yeah. i agree yeah. i would say so it's just a shame as you've mentioned uh that circumstances yeah. didn't give it a greater crazy greater thing
0: yeah i know yeah
1: so yeah. that was my choice but overall Um, I don't think we're walking away from vampire movies particularly favourable
0: I think we've done the best with what we
2: (laughs) we've done the best with the uh, assignment we gave ourselves for some reason
0: strangely I can still pick some really good vampire films that maybe I just should have picked instead maybe maybe instead because I really did like Thirst but like
2: I think I thought I because w- I was t- thinking about let the right one in, and I think Me what too. I thought was everyone already knows about let the right one in, yeah. and it's nice to do a bit go a bit left field. Yeah, which is why
1: I, I think I originally jumped on Salem's Lot, didn't I? Yeah, and I am ju- surprised. I turned no around up for this, so
0: um,
2: people, you know, I think listeners, we want to bring you things you might not have heard of before.
0: Mm. I, I also considered only lovers left alive, but again, I, I don't Ugh. think I'd call that. I thought you'd fucking
2: hate it. Absolute that. fucking shit, love and it. also not horror. That's why I didn't pick it. Oh, I
0: hate it. I love I love it. Tilda Swinton is the best.
2: Smug.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and I recommend From the Dark uh, if you want a good monster. I haven't seen that, movie, so
2: I'll go away and watch that. Uh, you
1: should go see that. Uh, but again, other things I wrote down: From Dust Dawn. Of so course.
2: much fun! Can
0: Fair you imagine? Much. Can you imagine being one of the? I don't know if I, I can't remember if I ever was or not. One of those people who doesn't know that's going to be a vampire film.
1: Yeah, I I was one of them. When were I you? I, I, don't
0: knew, I don't
2: think I knew because I, I saw it when it came out. I think, yeah. I can't or remember, remember if I after. knew or not.
1: I went and saw it. Probably means I did. Learn. I went and saw it. I remember the year I was. Um, I was in music college with our good friend Chad. Yeah. Um, I went. I to thought you were going to say
0: our good friend John Verity.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I went to go see it in the <laughs> afternoon. I came straight out, went to college, saw Chad uh, went outside and said, I've just seen From Dusk Till Dawn. He said, I want to see that. And said, we're going now. And <laughs> We went back. Nice. I saw it twice Amazing. in the same day. It was such a good film. It's but, fucking great. so. It's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah. And that's what they should be. Not sexy or, or woe is me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and also, we've managed to pick three films where, like, one thing that happens too much in vampire films, they all know martial arts for some reason. <laughs>
2: I think that's I a modern invention
0: I know they're old but at the same time like when you're that powerful <laughs> no, you know, they're very old so like maybe you had to kill some time and learn some fucking Tang Soo Do one day But I mean I'm know,
1: 47 just get
2: really good I'm, at the piano I'm 47 yeah.
1: yeah exactly I'm 47 I don't know any martial arts I mean how how old do I have to be before I start going <laughs> I should probably learn some
0: you could start I'm young. too tired
1: Mark <laughs> <laughs> fair enough fair enough anyway right let's wrap this up and with that that is the end oh, of our... Oh, we didn't
2: score for the Oh, Night we two. didn't score. Oh.
1: No, we didn't. This is not the end.
2: I'll go two.
1: I'm going to go two. How dare you. <laughs> don't, don't you? 1.75. Oh.
0: No, 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 no. Actually, no, no, no. The third act, two.
1: Great. Okay, so that's a solid six across so it's, the board. I,
0: and I, as I said, it does get a solid six. Yes, I agree. So, uh, me and Ruth have tied for 1st tied for...
1: F- no, no. You tied for this <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> She tied for third. Oh. Oh. End it there. You won't beat that. No, I know. Thanks for
1: listening. We're off. Bye.
0: Bye.
2: Bye.